This is Crime Connections, and we're your host. I'm Leah. And I'm Jackie. The cases that we are going to discuss today were both recommended by a couple of our listeners. Both of these young girls were found dead in Tiffin, Ohio, with some similarities in each case, but neither one of them have been directly linked. There is very little information for either case, so but both of these girls deserve to have their cases discussed, solved, and resolution brought to their families. These are the cases of Taya Cooper and Cassandra Cole. So let's get into it. Taya Cooper was born in Hawaii on August 3, 1980, and she lived there for eight years before her family moved to Sycamore, Ohio. Sycamore, Ohio is about 30 minutes south of Tiffin. And anyone that isn't familiar with where Tiffin is, it's about... 30 minutes east of Finley, Ohio, Mm. just to kind of give an idea of where it's at. On November 23rd, 1998, Taya's body was found in weeds near the Sandusky River in Tiffin, Ohio, about 15 miles north of Sycamore. A retired city firefighter had been walking along a path with his granddaughter when they discovered the body, and police were then called. At the time that her body was discovered, police would not disclose how Taya Cooper had been killed. The police didn't have any suspects, and they were trying to determine why Taya was even in Tiffin at all, because she was from Sycamore. Her body had been discovered near the river, not in the river or on the shores of the river, so it was believed at that time that her body had been dumped in this particular location. Taya had been dead for at least a few days before her body had been found. A few days after Taya's body had been discovered, investigators did release that the official cause of death was suffocation. Now that there was a cause of death, investigators worked on determining a suspect. Their investigation led them to a man named Matthew Miller. This is where it becomes difficult because, like I said, there is literally no information on this case. So there was no information on this murder trial. I found a very small newspaper clipping detailing that Matthew Miller was charged with aggravated murder, abduction, and tampering with evidence in July of 1999, about six months after Taya's body had been discovered. But it doesn't say what his relation to her was. So, is he being charged for her murder? Yes. Oh, okay. He was arrested and charged with her murder, and he also was charged with abduction and tampering with evidence. But there's no articles anywhere. I poured through and articles. And like how he found yeah. or came across her. Right. And what his relation is to her or how they're linked. I did find a Reddit thread that claims Matthew was dating Taya at the time. Mm. And that they had an argument. Things got heated. And Miller strangled Taya to death and dumped her body. I'd say that's a little more than he did. Exactly. But again, this is just a Reddit thread. I don't know for sure, but this Reddit thread, these people claim to be citizens of Tiffin. So that's what they've heard. Yeah. So they knew somebody that maybe knew somebody. So I'm going to kind of go on a limb and say that that's probably what the relation was, is he and Taya were dating. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty confident that that's why they arrested him. Ultimately, he was found not guilty by a jury. Wow. There was no additional information on this verdict. I couldn't even find... The court case or the records, nothing, anywhere. 
but I'm willing to assume that the prosecution did not have enough evidence to convince a jury that Matthew Miller was without any doubt responsible for killing Taya Cooper. Which is terrible because it is. now they can't do it again. Exactly. Oh my. Ugh. This reminds me a lot of the Casey Anthony trial. I'm sure it happens more often than we realize, but I distinctly remember when Casey Anthony was found not guilty and I was shocked to my core that the jury let her walk. Mm -hmm. At that time, I didn't quite understand how there wasn't enough evidence. Yeah. But that's when I learned that even though the court of public opinion found her guilty, without any doubt, the court of law could not convince the jury of it. So I think that this was that case. The court of public opinion, everybody knew that Matthew Miller, her boyfriend, had killed her. But the prosecution didn't have enough evidence to convince a jury otherwise. Yeah. Many of Taya Cooper's friends and family believed that Matthew Miller was guilty, but unfortunately, he was not charged with her murder. That is where the research ends. That's kind of where her case ends. It's speculated that because police were not accustomed to investigating homicides at that time, evidence was lost or handled incorrectly, leading to Miller being able to walk free. So because there wasn't enough evidence obtained from when her body was found, that's probably why there wasn't enough to tie Matthew Miller to her murder. Yeah, and we also have to think about DNA. Yeah, it was still fairly new at that time. Fast forward about four years to November 25th, 2002, when Cassandra, or Cassie, they called her Cassie Cole, was reported missing in Tiffin, Ohio. According to Mary Cole, Cassie's mother, Cassie decided to sleep in the family's rec room that evening, which was located downstairs in the house because she had one of those fake babies for school. Mm. I never had one. I did. But (laughs) I've heard they're quite annoying. They are. (laughs) And she didn't want to disturb the rest of her family. Cassie lived with her mother, her stepfather, and she had two younger sisters. When Mary left for work that night, she went in to say goodbye to Cassie. And she took note that Cassie did not have an alarm clock in the room to wake her up for school the next day. She woke Cassie up. She brought this to her attention. And Cassie told Mary that her stepfather was going to wake her up the next morning. For Mary, this was unusual. Cassie and her stepfather were not getting along recently. So the idea of him waking Cassie up in the morning for school, it just seemed very odd. It was so out of place that it left Mary feeling out of sorts when she went to work that night. I also just want to state that in my research, I could not find the name of Cassie's stepfather. He is always just listed as the stepfather and nothing more. He did legally adopt Cassie when she was young. That's why I don't exactly understand why his name is omitted from every news article, but well, I couldn't find also it anywhere. still weird to me that they're calling stepfather because, I mean, technically, she you're adopting. Right. So, and I looked everywhere, even in all the Reddit threads all the newspaper articles he is only called her stepfather Mm -hmm. he's never given a name there were a couple articles that named her biological father and he kind of came out and was raising alarm not believing that the police were doing enough we'll get into that but never the stepfather his name is never listed that's just so weird that the the biological father would come forward when Mm -hmm. she was adopted like Mm -hmm. that's a whole yeah I'm sure that's a whole nother story. Yeah, that's a whole other thing, but... yeah. The next morning, Mary received a call from her husband, which is Cassie's stepfather, Mm -hmm. that Cassie was missing. 
This was concerning to Mary because it didn't make sense how Cassie went from being home asleep in the rec room the night before to now missing. Once Mary made it home to check on Cassie, she saw that the baby doll from her school assignment was still sitting in the rec room. For Mary, this was the most alarming thing because Cassie took her assignment very seriously and she wouldn't have just left that baby doll. Around 8.30 a.m. that morning, Mary called Columbian High School, where Cassie attended as a freshman, to see if Cassie had made it to school or not. Upon calling, though, the school had informed Mary that Cassie had been marked as absent. The next thing Mary did was go to the Tiffin Police Department and report Cassie missing. Unfortunately, because there was no evidence of kidnapping, no evidence of forced entry, nothing really seemed out of place, and Cassie was over the age of 12, she was first classified as a runaway. Oh, no. I know that that had to be the most frustrating part for Mary. You hear it all the time in cases like these where mm-hmm. they swear up and down. They know their children. They would never run away. But unfortunately, because there's no evidence to the contrary, they label them as a runaway. Yeah. Which I don't think is fair. If there's mm-hmm. no evidence of them running away prior. Right. I don't, I don't see how that's acceptable. I don't either. It's, I feel like it's always just an age thing. And it's frustrating because police kind of have that difficult job of where I'm sure they want to classify someone as missing. But then the minute that they do, it turns out the person ran away. Yeah. So it's kind of that whole double-edged sword thing we always talk about. But Mary stated that she knew her daughter better than anyone and that Cassie did not just run away from home. She'd never done it before. She didn't fit the profile of a troubled teen that was trying to escape their current life. So having Mar- having Cassie classified as a runaway was probably a pretty big punch in the gut. Mm-hmm. Regardless, though, Cassie was not classified as a missing teen until enough time had passed and she still had not been located. So kind of that whole 48, I think, 48 to 72 hours, no one had heard from her or seen her. She didn't have any cell phone activity. And that was when they classified her as a missing teen. Yeah. For months, Mary stalked all of the areas around Tiffin that teens would hang out to see if Cassie would turn up. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Mm -hmm. At lunchtime, she would go to the popular restaurants teens frequented, hoping that maybe she would catch a glimpse of Cassie, but she never did. Christmas Eve, which was also Cassie's birthday, came and went still with no sign of her and no leads on where she could have gone or what happened to her. Cassie had vanished and nobody was coming forward with information that could help locate her. Mary never stopped looking and she never gave up hope. When the Sandusky River started to thaw though, Mary received the news she hoped she would never get. On March 20th, 2003, A badly decomposed body had been found by a group of locals at the Abbott Bridge near the Sandusky River. The body was found along the banks of the river, just north of the Tiffin city limits. It was confirmed that the body was Cassandra Cole. The Lucas County Coroner's Office performed an autopsy and ruled that the cause of death was drowning. Though Cassie's death was never ruled a homicide, authorities were not ruling out foul play. Sergeant Reinbolt of the Seneca Sheriff's Office stated that as they continued to look for evidence into her death, it would continue to be looked at as a suspicious death. So it couldn't be ruled a homicide because there wasn't enough evidence to prove it was a homicide, but it also seemed very suspicious that she ended up in the river 
and just drowned. Yeah. So they were treating and it. with the unfortunate case with her, she is so decomposed. They're just, I don't know. They're just they're probably very was, limited. Yeah. There probably was no evidence at all. So I'm sure drowning was the only thing that they could rule at that time. Based on the autopsy, it was believed by authorities that Cassie had been dead the entire time that she was missing and that her body had been placed by the river. And she may have, I guess in a way, like rolled into, rolled into the river. I mean, I think she was just thrown into the river because Taya Cooper's body was placed by the river and it never ended up in the river. She was mm-hmm. found in weeds. So I think that either... What could have happened was she was placed by the river, and once it thawed and the water rose, her body slid in, slid into the river. Or do you know <laughs> on the map wise how close they were found by each other? Taya Cooper and Cassie Cole, they were found only a few miles away from each other. Mm-hmm. So Taya Cooper wasn't found. Were they both in the same county? Do you know, or was one in no. Tiffin and one was in the other? So county? Taya Cooper was or not in, county town. Yeah, Taya Cooper was found in Tiffin. And Cassie was found literally right over the the Tiffin city limits into Seneca County. Mm. So she was very quite literally like right over the city limits. Um, When Cassie Cole went missing, the river would have been frozen or at least close to it. It was the end of November. Yeah. So again, that whole her being placed by the river i guess i can kind of see it because if they threw her into the river it might she might not have gone into the river if there were ice so unfortunately that's something that's going to be a lot of it could have been this it could have been that the only problem with their theory that she had been dead the entire time was that it was revealed authorities had received multiple tips that cassie had been spotted around town during the time that she had been missing there was no concrete evidence that she had actually been seen It could have easily been a case where people swear they saw a girl that looked just like her, and when the tip was looked into, authorities could never say with absolute certainty that it was Cassie that had been spotted. But so many people swear that they saw Cassie during the time she was missing and that she didn't die the night that she went missing, that Mm -hmm. there was a period of time where she was alive. That's never been confirmed, though. You can't confirm that. No, and not unless you found her. And the mm-hmm. thing is, I wonder if these people that are saying that they spotted her knew her. Right. Tiffin's you know, when not you know a big someone, town. Yeah. You, you can tell, like, okay, no, that is mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. But if you just think you see her and mm-hmm. you don't actually know her, I could say it's easier to think you saw yeah. her. And it's not even her. And it's not a big town. It's not... There's not a ton of people. It's not very large. A lot of people knew the Coles. She was known around town. So it's very possible that she was seen, and by the time that the tip was followed up on, she was gone. Following the discovery of Cassie's body, hundreds of people were questioned and given polygraph tests, but none of them were named a suspect in her murder. There were suspicions on who could have been responsible, but there has never been enough evidence to name someone as a suspect. For Cassie's case, this is where it ends as far as evidence and progress goes. There has been no suspect named as of today, and though it seems her case is still very much open and actively being reevaluated, little progress has been made. Mary Cole still actively speaks about her daughter's death and is adamant that she was murdered. Mary has said repeatedly that Cassie wasn't one to sneak out or run away, 
and that she didn't run with a crowd of kids that would have done something like this to her. That was another theory that kind of was going around on Reddit was that she snuck out and she went to a popular hangout with a lot of other teenagers and something happened to her and a group of teenagers basically just disposed of her body and they've kept it secret and they haven't said anything. I mean, <sighs> it's not it's not not possible. Definitely not possible or not not possible, but something that could have easily happened is, you know, she snuck out she made the excuse of, oh, I don't want to wake anyone up. I'm going to leave the baby out here so it doesn't wake up people. A.K.A. I can sneak out and the baby's crying and no one's going to know. Mm-hmm. And then the fake baby, I should re-preference. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, that could have been the case. And then she gone out. They were drinking by the river. She fell in the river. They couldn't right. find her. It's nighttime kids get it could have been an accident exactly i mean you know anything could happen literally anything yeah it's similar to the taya cooper case where again the court of public opinion seems to know who is responsible for cassie's death so on a couple reddit threads there are people that state that cassie's death is very hush hush that the family won't talk about it people won't talk about it and almost as if everybody knows what happened but nobody's saying what happened Mm. one of those things things. yeah Yeah. other theory that circulated was that it had something to do with human trafficking i don't know how i feel about that i mean looking at both cases side by side i do see how some people could believe that they're related and it could be like a human trafficking theory both girls were around the same age cassie was 14 taya was 18 They both had strawberry blonde hair, they were the same height and build, and they both had their bodies found near or in the Sandusky River, near Tiffin, Ohio. But I just think that that is just coincidence that they are similar. I don't think it was human trafficking. I just... Because wouldn't there be more? I mean... I that, Right. I feel like there'd be more really girls were. coming up missing. There'd be more type of like activity if that was really something. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with you that it might have just been an accident and that even though they don't believe that Cassie would have ever snuck out well because I I couldn't I could be wrong but I'm pretty sure even if people are super bloated they can find things evidence if it's Mm -hmm. a like a blunt force trauma to the head or yeah you know, typically, they can find yeah. evidence still. Her cause of death was drowning. So that meant that in her lungs, they found water. Mm-hmm. So she could have fallen into the river. And it was so cold. And also, it was the end of November. So cold, how was she so decomposed? That's and the, But that's where that theory goes, that she was placed <clears throat> near the river. And the water rose. Her body might have kind of gotten, like, pulled into the river. Yeah. Like a mudslide type thing. But they can't say for sure. Her body could have also been decomposed because the water started to get warmer. It started to thaw. And then that was when the decomposition started. It's There's a lot of holes. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of evidence. You could probably throw out any theory. And it could be relative to Cassie's case. Unfortunately. Because there's just very little evidence. I don't think that there's enough evidence to move her case forward. Unfortunately, somebody will have to come forward with information and if they ever want something to be solved. For sure. 
In January of 2007, a reward of $50,000 was offered to anyone that would be able to provide a tip that would lead to the arrest of Cassie's murderer. I want to repeat again, though, that Cassie's case has never been classified as a homicide. This is her family believing that she was murdered. So they came up with that money. Mm-hmm. Wow. They pushed and pushed and pushed for it because they believed that she was murdered. Mm-hmm. But authorities cannot classify her case as a homicide. Yeah. It'll always just kind of be one of those suspicious deaths that they believe foul play could have been involved. But ultimately, there's still that chance that there was no foul play and that she, like you had stated, she could have fallen into the river. And because it was so cold and it was dark, perhaps, that she drowned. Yeah. I'm wondering if in the area that she was found, well, one, she could have been dragged. Yeah. Um, The water moves. Yeah. She could have she could have died somewhere else and then her body fell in the water and then was dragged 30 60 and they they do believe that her body had to have moved through the river because of where she was found because she was found on those city limits so yeah i'm sure her body moved yeah so then i was gonna say because depending on where she died i wonder if there's evidence surrounding that area like beer cans or cigarette butts or you know things like that mm-hmm. like if the kids were having a party but if we don't know exactly where she died, how would we ever find those Exactly, things? you don't. So that's the conclusion for both of these cases. I'm, it's very sad because two young women lost their lives and there's hardly anything to report about them. Cassie's mother did an interview with Dateline NBC in 2019 to try and reignite the interest in her daughter's case and remind everyone that she was not going to give up. Do you know how old her mom is now? Like, how old would she be nowadays? Her mom, probably in her 50s, oh, early so 60s. Not that, not that old at all. Mm-mm. No, because in 2006, she was 14. So, yeah, she's, well, she's, yeah, probably. Yeah. Not. Yeah. So she, wow. mm-hmm, she wasn't. She's not, she's still, I'm assuming, alive. She, and, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Her brother is alive as well, and he advocates that he doesn't believe she ran away. He believes that something happened to her, that that wasn't the type of person that she was. Mm -hmm. I did reach out to multiple family members. I have not heard back from any of them, but from all of the interviews that they've done and everything that I've read, they are very, very strongly adamant that it wasn't an accident and that something did happen to Cassie. If you have any information about these murders please call the Seneca County Sheriff's Office at 419-447-3456. As always, thank you for listening to Crime Connections. If you so kindly would please follow, share, and go like us on Facebook at Crime Connections or follow us on Instagram at Crime Connections Pod. If you have any news, tips, or cases you would like us to look into, please feel free to email or DM us. We love hearing from you guys. Thank you. Thank you.